0: and welcome, I'm Boris Lamont and this is the New Zealand Wine Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode where we're speaking with Paul and Kirsten Wright from the Three Miners Vineyard in Alexandra, central Otago of New Zealand. There's a bit of a story as to what the land was used for originally and how Paul and Kirsten came to be on the land, so right now let's go have a chat with Paul and Kirsten. Great. So, uh, hello Paul and Kirsten. Nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, nice to be here. Yeah, so it's you're great. you're up doing a little bit of tripping around, just visiting um, clients and things like that?
1: Yep, we mm-hmm. are. We just um, came up yesterday to, to see a few of our clients that we've got. Right, okay. And um, to drum up
0: a bit more business. Yeah, good, good. And um, just for our listeners, so we're, we're recording this in mid-May. And so have you just you've just finished all your harvest is yeah that, we finished right? about three yeah. weeks
1: ago yep um, so it was good to get harvest out of the way yeah um, we starting to get a bit wet right um, now everything's off and we're pretty happy with where it all sits now yeah yep so
0: you think it was a good a good year
1: yeah it was yep. yeah definitely it was a good year yeah yeah
0: yep. yeah okay because it's been um, I think uh, five five years for you Yes. Yep, yep that's yep. right. So so um this vintage 2019 we're talking about can will compare pretty well you think it's looking looking yeah, pretty good? Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, yep. yeah fruit, fruit quality. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And we had uh, good yields, so yeah. yeah. No, no, it's Yeah. It is. It is looking like a good year for us.
0: Yeah, cool. All right. And so it's a, is it a um, well, it's, it's never relaxing, but it is a little little bit sort of pressure off this, this time of year then, once the harvest's in and yeah, like other good. people are working away at things. Yeah,
1: it gets pretty yeah. intense towards the end of the season. Yes. And um, yeah, it's quite nice now to be able to relax for yeah. a bit and then start to reset and back into pruning again. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then it all, all comes back around again. Yeah. Um, and so 2014 is when
0: you guys kicked off three miners. Is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, bought the property. It was already established. Yeah So the vines went in in 2000 Right So yeah The vines are 2000 to 2003 Right So yeah The vines are sort of 15, 17, 18 years old now Right, okay So
0: So that's nice isn't it Yeah A little bit of maturity there already Yeah. Yeah 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 Yeah, okay Exactly and, and, and how did that come about for, for both of you to um, end up in owning a, uh, <laughs> owning a winery and producing, producing wine?
2: So I have a PhD in plant pathology mm-hmm. and I worked at Lincoln University. Yep. And I sort of got to the point where um, I was working more at my desk and uh, writing publications and, and uh, funding applications and things like that and I really wanted to get back to working with plants and I sort of wanted a bit of a break from the ac- academic environment so we wanted to buy I wanted to buy a, a plant-based business basically. I'd done a course, a graduate certificate in science, innovation and entrepreneurship through Lincoln University and Canterbury University. And um, yeah, and that sort of really sparked my interest in business. And I was like, oh, I think I'm quite interested in this. So yeah, so I thought, okay, a plant-based business is what we need. And Paul was like, uh, when we lived in Christchurch, we holidayed in uh, Arrowtown every summer And so we knew we loved Central Otago. And Paul's like, we should retire here and have a cherry orchard. (laughs) And I was like, oh, mm, mm, okay. So then we were sort of in Christchurch and we were like, we just sort of felt like we were waiting to retire. And so we sort of took this cherry orchard, uh, moved to Central Otago and thought, why don't we do it now? Why are we waiting? Let's go now. So we came down and originally looked at orchards. And I never realised how tall cherry trees grow. Right, okay. And I'm four foot nothing. So I was like, oh no, no, don't like that at all. (laughs) It's a long way up. Yeah, it's a a long way up. No, no. So we then started looking around at what other plant systems would work. Mm -hmm. And uh, grapes were, were perfect. They were a system where I felt I wasn't overwhelmed uh, I can do pretty much everything standing on the ground except the overhead sprinklers mm-hmm. for frost fighting. And I thought, oh, well, what about, uh, what about a vineyard then? What, what do we think of this? And um, Paul has a wee bit of experience that you
1: can yeah, talk about. Yeah, um, I've got a good friend, Malcolm Macon. he lives up in uh, Blenheim, one of the originals. And um, Malcolm. Uh, we sort of talked to him once we were interested in looking at the vineyard. Um, so he gave us quite a few tips and stuff, and I've helped him out. Um, and we used to go, every time we went to Blenheim, we used to go and have a look at a um, vineyard he was sending up there.
0: Right, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I sort of knew what was involved yes. in terms of the mechanics of it and yeah. the irrigation and the harvest and stuff like that. So that's sort of what sparked my interest in, right. in a vineyard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So a little bit of a combination of a few things
2: yeah. That are coming yeah. together and... Yeah, and cool. I, I sort of uh, stood up on the edge of our dam and I looked over the vineyard and I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. It's so, really like a big field trial. And
0: and so how did you get to the spot where you are? Like Because um, so did you, I mean, Arrowtown's a bit of a way from where you are now, isn't it? So did you look quite... Widely, or was that because you're in that region where you are now because of the cherries you'd already yeah. started looking? Yeah, at,
2: so so yeah, yeah. so we sort of looked at um, the area in yep. general, yeah, and um, and Clue, which is between Clyde and Alex, uh, has a real um, concentration of orchards. So, and there was one there for sale, which is what we actually came down to look at. Um, but then um, we sort of. I was put off by that, yeah. and um, yeah, and started looking around at what else was around in Alex uh, Cromwell um, and uh, Bendigo, Bannockburn, those kind of areas. Okay. And we, yep. yeah, we we really liked Clue. We yep. really liked the valley and the the vibe there. Yeah, there was a lot um, to like about it. It's yeah, yeah, spot. and just down from the orchard that we we're looking at was this vineyard for sale. So uh, yeah, so that's sort of really how we chose that particular. Site, I yeah. suppose you could say. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay, yeah. and and was the size what you wanted, or um, you know, was it what you what you had in mind, or?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Size, size never bothered us. Hey, right. eh? I was no. like, yeah, yeah, this is great. We can do this, and we needed a decent size in order to provide an income for the. For mm. our family, mm-hmm. yep. so, yeah. So yes, so we needed it to be bigger. It's, yep. uh We've got seventeen hectares planted. So we want. We needed that size. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so was it all planted? when you um, picked it up in twenty yes. fourteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yep. it was all, all sort of uh, up and running and going. And with the is it four varietals? Is it that you? Yes. Right? Yep. 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 We do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So. Good, yeah, yeah, and and you're thinking um, you'll stick with those four. How have you how have you found that? Because I suppose you've you know in some way you've inherited it, and you've had a few years to go. Oh, okay. How how does this varietal
1: growing? And you know, yeah, we've um, so we've got. A hectare of Gewurz, a hectare of Riesling, two hectares of Pinot Gris, and then 12 and a half hectares of Pinot Noir. Um Riesling's always a hard sell. Mm. Um, it's a beautiful wine, a beautiful grape, but it's just a hard sell. So we're mm. cutting that back slightly. Um, and we've done the same with our Gewurz as well. Um, but the plan is to put some Chardonnay in at the same time, because you know, Central's pretty good at growing Chardonnay as well.
0: Right. Right, okay. So, sorry, swapping something out for the Chardonnay? Yeah,
1: yeah, we're going to take half a hectare out of the Riesling and and Gewurz, and and another hectare will go in of Chardonnay. Right,
0: okay. Uh,
1: But we've also got another hectare of land that's not developed yet, so we'll be looking at developing that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sort of thinking that, you know, long term it would be nice to plant it out in some different varietals. Um, Just just a little little trial sort of area and um, sort of see how we go. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool. Cool, okay. And do you think... um, yeah, just um, anecdotally for me, just talking, I've heard a few more people from down central Otago talking about Chardonnay, and you know, i have obviously sort of dropped out of favour a little while back, and um, but it seems to be something, I've heard a few more people talking about is maybe wanting to have a bit yeah, more of a go with, with central's,
1: because of the central climate, it, it does a beautiful, cool, um, cool climate Chardonnay, um, and it's in high demand down there at the moment, um, especially for the likes of bubbles. Oh, okay. That's the big yep. chase for it. Yeah,
0: so. yep. So that's an option for you. You think maybe?
1: I love love to do one long
0: term. Yes. Yeah, cool. yeah, <laughs> no, <nice>. we
2: don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Oh, the, I just the uh, yeah. The the time involved, the yep. effort involved, and then um, you've obviously got to look at the the, at the price you're going to be able to to sell it for. Yeah. So, but it's fun.
1: It'll be a so, wine of passion. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's
2: Paul's wee little hobby yeah. that... Uh,
0: Isn't most wine wine Then I'm passion. kind of turning a bit of
2: a blind eye to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk quietly about that later.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Very good. And so, um, your, what's your background, Paul? So, you came at construction, was it?
1: Yeah, so yeah. I'm actually a quantity surveyor by background right. yeah. um, and uh, have various management roles. I'm still doing it, oh, okay. um, so we haven't yeah. managed to, to break away yet. Sure. Um, but long-term, it would be nice to, you know, sim retirement to be on the vineyard and, and yeah. doing that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, and there's plenty going on around the region. Do you stay local for your work or...? Yeah, yeah. so
1: based in Queenstown. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no, there's always things going on in Queenstown. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, 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 it's pretty busy.
0: Oh, yeah. good. And um, and you're enjoying the time you do get to, to work on the land, is that...? Um, yes, yeah. yeah,
1: very much so, yeah. Um, yeah. It's nice uh, during the season to be out there on the tractor and just you know, whether, whether it's trimming or mowing or whatever and just getting to see it and be amongst it.
0: Right, right, yeah. okay. And so had either of you had any exposure to the wine industry at all much before or sort of any any real interest in wine no family or anything or was it something that just sort of came pretty much, you know, just as you started looking for something to move to and looked through the cherry options and then went, oh, okay, this could be... This
2: I could had... Be um, so my research was really focused around... Developing biological control agents for uh, fruit and vegetable diseases. So we looked at taking uh, beneficial microorganisms from the soil or the environment uh, off leaves and uh, growing them up in a lab and formulating them and putting them in the soil to control um, the disease-causing microorganisms. Mm. So I'd done a bit of work on grapes with a biological product called Sentinel. Um, so that was my Pretty much my grape experience. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I looked at it from the point of view of, of plants. And all of that knowledge related to, to plants is quite transferable, no matter which plant you're working on. Right. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah. my real focus on this was the vineyard, yeah. being able to work with the plants and things like that. So, no, I hadn't had
0: no, okay, no yeah, yeah yeah
2: a background with wine yeah. as such. Yeah, it was just
0: what, what I think is, is you know exciting about the New Zealand wine industry is that we have people who've come from so many different places and, it, yeah, and you know, uh, yeah the,
1: the stories to, people to, can tell you is, yeah, is quite amazing yeah. you know.
0: as as well as having some now that have got that history which is quite nice as well you know yep. it's that whole blend of
1: yeah, know, yeah. People,
0: people working in it and so just on that um, that work you did previously so have you got any ideas about how you might use use some of that. Um, yourself in the yeah. your, in your vineyard
2: yeah, yeah yeah I mean I haven't done uh, anything to date really sort of just been. Yeah, bedding in yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and learning the business side of things and yeah. sales and marketing and salador and and all of that. But no, I'm starting to get to a point now where I'm feeling quite a bit more comfortable um, and looking at, at, at what sort of uh, research I can do yeah, and nice. um, and things like that. Yeah. So so yeah, I've uh, I've joined the um, subcommittee for the Central Otago Wine Growers Association for research and education, which oh, is which is really cool yes. yeah so I'm looking around at that we've done a wee bit of work in the vineyard um, uh, with botrytis controlling botrytis mm-hmm. sort of not necessarily putting on more sprays um, more chemical sprays but looking at uh, removing disease material from the vineyard um, what can we do uh, what's out there what natural products could we try mm-hmm. um, yeah that that type of thing. I mean, every vineyard site is is different. Right. So, um, what may work in Cromwell or Marlborough may not translate to to every single vineyard. So, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, to getting into yeah to some of that. Yeah, yeah
0: you've yeah. got your own sort of what is it, 17 hectare lab there. For
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I got my little play area. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah. It, it's certainly and it's certainly an area that more and more um, are becoming interested in, both as growers and as buyers. Yes, the whole, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. Think it has a, a future within the industry moving forward. That sort mm. of um, um, organic, biodynamic, sustainable mm. sort mm. of yeah mm. Mm. Um, way to go with, within yeah. the. the Vineyard industry,
0: yeah, so, right, okay. yeah, okay. And so, where are, um, where can you find the Three Miners um, wine at the moment? Mainly sort of around New Zealand. Are you doing any doing any export? Or
1: um, we've done a little bit of export into Hong Kong, okay. Um, yep. And we're just currently working on um, the UK market. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that for the Pinots particularly, or uh, no? It's more the aromatics. Oh, ironically. Okay. Um, right. The Pinot will sort of come along with it. Yes. Um but there's been a lot of interest in the aromatics. Right. So um that's been pretty good. Mm. Um but throughout New Zealand yeah we're available around the stores yep. um plus online as well. Yes,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. And what's um what's sort of exciting you about um what you what you've seen over the last last 5 years? I mean obviously you know you're thinking about putting in the in the Chardonnay um what what how, how's the and the Riesling for you, what's your...
1: Um, It's it's gone pretty good. The vines were quite distressed when we first took over. Um, So Kirsten's been working pretty hard with our viticulturist um, to develop the vineyard to get it back into full health again. Um, And it's quite good uh, for the 19 vintage to actually see that finally. Yeah. Um, You know, there was good yields of fruit. Um, Everything just looked healthy and the vineyard looked like in a happy place. Right, yeah. Um, So that's been a pretty cool thing to, to see over the past five years. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and any anything else that you've seen going on around you with um, sort of other growers, or even anything you've seen sort of offshore that sort of piqued your interest, or um
2: definitely sort of the um, sort the machines available, the, me- the me- mechanisation mm-hmm. of um, some of the vineyard jobs is is really interesting um, to me. Um, you've got to look at that with the, the wage increases because we do a lot by hand. Mm. And like our hand harvest is 19 or 17 hectares of hand harvest mm. Mm. and things like that. So looking at way forward mm-hmm. with that. Um, also um, sort of the what's going on with some irrigation work at the moment and actually assessing irrigation need within the plant rather than looking at... Um, the soil moisture levels, mm-hmm. for example, that's really interesting.
0: Right, okay. Um, okay, so yeah. a different way of measuring that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just sort of moving towards being more, uh, to conserving more water, which is such a huge resource yeah. um, at the moment. I mean, in, in some parts of the country, you know, you've got your, your water right on your land is actually worth more than anything else on the on wow. the property. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so sort of looking at, at new ways of, managing and assessing irrigation needs is is, is really interesting. Because, um,
0: because it's part of the history of the area, isn't it, too, with the, yes. the um, mining and the water?
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah.
0: Through and, yeah.
2: I mean, we're really lucky because we've got um, our scheme that we run comes off the Clutha River. So um, we've got water, but there are some parts, I mean, even just across the other side of the Clutha, who don't have the water that that we have on our side. Yeah, so yeah. it's a really big issue right. for the whole country within horticulture and agriculture is, is water usage. Yes. Um, so that's interesting to hear yeah. what's coming up and, and different ways of, of, of irrigating, you know. Mm. Is drip irrigating right on top of your plant the best way to go?
0: Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so getting Let's right of Let's have a look at that. that. Yeah, how do yeah. We Get the, the that, that
2: kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I, I think I read it was um, – it's almost like the agriculture came after the um, uh, water was sort of diverted off down to help with the um, what do you call it, sluicing is it for the mining and things And, and then people started, so there was water there going past and people started going oh okay we could start growing things along this area because we've got the water going past. Going yeah, w-
1: water's basically become the new gold for the region. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, like the, the irrigation company that we're with, um, we've just renewed our resource consents mm-hmm. um, and surrendered quite a few of our mining rights. So a lot of the water oh. around the region is actually still under the original mining rights. Oh, okay. Um, right. Which has been quite fascinating to yeah. see the change sort of happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, that, I mean, and that's exactly how the three miners came about in our property was that they... Um, had cut two water races through our property. Right. Um, And the sluicing are still there today, the tailings from that. Um, Right. And they became millionaires, basically, in their day through selling water not doing gold.
0: Yeah, well, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a great great little story, isn't it? You don't... um don't um, don't mind the gold yourself to sell stuff that the, no the other people need <laughs> yeah yeah they went yeah, pretty yeah. quick it was a lot of hard work and little reward yeah 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 and yeah, no, it would have been pretty tough work getting that through there mm. yeah well yeah and no, it's interesting isn't it how how it just changes over time for a region you know what's um, what's going on and um, and what's of value and what's considered of value yeah um, and you know you're right you know we we've sort of been hearing a lot about the um, water as a resource and how it can be managed and.
1: Uh, Yeah, it looks really important. And um, I guess, you know, the the 19 Vintage showed that in Marlborough where they were really, really short of water this year um, and how massively it affected them. mm,
2: Um,
1: mm. You know, I'd heard the story yesterday, they were down 43% in yield in one particular vineyard due to the fact they were short of water.
0: Right, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it, when you're dealing with, um, with nature... (laughs) It's <laughs> oh, yeah. Mother nature can be quite
1: cruel at times.
0: <laughs> oh, you can uh, go, okay. It's great to have that sun, but then you know we don't want too much sun, and then yeah. <laughs> we don't want water at the wrong time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. And um, and so um, what's sort of coming up in the in, in the coming years? Sort you got any plans? I mean, you've talked about the the Chardonnay. Um, anything else that you're sort of looking at doing on the on the property, or any th- any other things in the region that are going on? You know, you, you said you're involved with the um. You know, wine growers association and things, and you yes, yeah. you're looking at.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd quite like to um, to plant a few other varieties. I don't really know what yet, yeah. But just sort of feel a bit like putting our mark on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've inherited, we bought the Three Miners brand with the, with the property. Yep. So it's all been sort of. Um, we haven't really made a mark, so to speak. So I think it would be quite cool to try a few different varieties that we want to do.
0: Yeah, so it takes a bit of time just to sort of yeah. really find out what's going on well, and, and yeah. get a hold of everything, and, and then it's time to sort of go, okay, yeah. I think as Paul mentioned before, maybe use this little bit of land and try some things out. and Try yeah. some
2: things out, yeah. yeah I nice. also want to do... Uh, Sorry,
0: just on that, have you got anything in, anything in mind? Is it sort of white varietals maybe? or, or I think it...
2: I think it will be white. We haven't really talked a lot to be honest apart mm. from Chardonnay. Right. is as far yeah. yes. as, as we've got. Yeah. Um it'll be a staged thing. Yes. <laughs> um we've got a uh, cellar door on the property. Mm-hmm. So I've just uh, had an uh, got an on license last summer and so I'm wanting to develop that more okay. on the vineyard yep. and uh, also develop the cellar door a bit more in regards to seating and dining and areas like that. But at the mm. moment, we've got it outside. So it's very weather dependent, mm. obviously. So mm. we kind of want to do a bit more development to the actual cellar door. Yeah. So that'll be cool.
0: Yeah, because l- probably an increasing number of people coming through and doing that, aren't they, as they, yeah. you know, tourists yeah. or visitors to the region, just going to, around, just getting yeah. in the car and just driving and seeing what's open and what's yeah, available. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And yeah. there's, in Alexandra, there's uh, there's 26 vineyards and there's about 10 of us that have saladors, but um, no, there's only one that does food, that has a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a restaurant. We do um, platters, Mm -hmm. and it's make your own platter Mm, from our deli fridge. So I want to develop that concept a bit more too. Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: And there's lots of nice local produce aren't there. Yes, yeah, Yeah.
2: focusing on that. And we're surrounded by gorgeous fruit. Yes. I mean, the the cherries and the stone fruits and the apples, just – just beautiful, beautiful, yeah, yeah. and uh, tree nuts as well, and things like that. So yeah, yeah I'm really wanting to, well, to to offer some of those white the,
0: varietals that you're looking at might go nicely with those sorts of things. Yes, they? yeah, yep, yeah, yep, and that's absolutely. the thing, isn't it? It's it's um, you know, always with wine is having the drinking the wine from the region with the produce from the region. Is you can't get much better than that. No, you know, you
2: no. Know, so so it's yeah, that. it's a real local experience. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so I'd like to. To put some more time into into developing that. Yeah, great.
0: Um,
2: yeah, cool. So that's of our focus for the next wee, yeah. wee while, isn't it?
0: Good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: sales obviously. Yep. Grow our national yes. sales. Yep. Secure yep. some export markets. Yeah. I think that keep us out of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and just in the last five years, has there, has there been any um, vintage of um, I- anything that you've gone? Oh, okay. That's that's. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Maybe put that one away, like the 2017 Pinot or something like that. Is there something stood out, or or are you going? Oh, maybe the 2019s, sort of looking like um, a bit of a bit of a peak, or
1: yeah, I think the 17 vintage was is quite an interesting one. Hmm. Um, it's it's definitely paid off for us a little bit with the whites because they've obviously had time to come out um, the Pinot we haven't released yet ah, okay. uh, and it's still um, it's, it's due for release shortly I think it, you know, yeah, it goes right. up and down in the bottle and it's, it's gone on it's down at the moment we're just waiting for it to come back up Yeah. Um, but because of the the challenge of that season um, was pretty full on with all the bad weather and you know snow at Christmas time in the middle of summer um, you wouldn't have thought it would happen Yeah. Uh, and it's the bunches were quite small tight berries mm. um, so the flavours are quite intense that it come through in the Pinot
0: yeah yeah, oh, that's nice that you're able to um, to hold hold it back and just wait and see what happens yeah. to it before before you release it. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. we don't we don't like to release the Pinot too young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we try to. It all just depends on on sales of the previous vintage. Yeah, though. well, this, so, you've always got <laughs> the economics. <laughs> you've <of> got <laughs> to <it. laughs> <laughs> balance balance that. Yes. But um, but yeah, that's um. Yeah, I think that, and especially with the Pinot Noir, um you can see the change in quality over time. And uh, we have a poster in our cellar door that has the awards and medals that we've won since we bought the vineyard. Mm-hmm. And you can see them change from bronze and silver through to gold and, and trophy over time. Yeah, nice. So, uh, yeah, I, I still think there's, um, that the Pinot is still 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 getting better. Yep. So I, I love it, each vintage, just to see how it compares to the past vintages, yeah, so yeah, that's fantastic. So no. yeah, yeah, I think we're I think we're still still moving Good. up with with the Pinot especially. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, well the Rosé sort of has shown that with the Pinot obviously because that can get released a lot sooner. Mm. Um, yeah, so know, that's that, and that, gold that's holding medals now. gold medals now. So yeah. um, it's only time when the as we release the Pinot that it, it gets to that point. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, yeah, it is yeah. it is exciting watching that sort of grow.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. All right, and then we we finish on um, the question that you could have if you could have a glass of wine, any wine with anyone, um, anywhere, uh, who would that be?
2: So for me, it would be my dad. Mm -hmm. He's been dead for 21 years now, and I would love to do a vertical tasting with him on our Pinot Noir. And uh, and I'd love to do it on our out the front of our cellar door, looking over the vines, so that he could see, you know, what yep. I was doing and what yep. we're up to, and you know where I went in life, yes. basically. Yeah, yeah, nice. I'd, I'd love
1: that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I'd. Yeah, it'd be, be special. awesome. Yeah, yeah
2: very yeah, special.
1: Yeah, nice. And for me, it's um, it's got to be my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he passed away a few years ago. Um, and it'd be nice to sort of sit down and have a wrestling with him because he likes something sweet, right? Um, but he's he was a toolmaker, so he's this kind of person that would um see what's going on in the vineyard and and before you know, it, he's making something to right. mechanise yes. a task in the vineyard that's going to make life a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would yeah. it would be, it'd be, it'd be been nice to, to have a one with granddaddy. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool, it's very cool. Oh, nice. And and um, you've got kids. Yes,
2: yeah, we do. We've got a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old, both boys.
0: Okay, all right. So they're they're growing up understanding what the...
1: Yeah, I think for me it was actually last Friday night. I was cooking dinner and... um, customers out and I said to Willie, Oh damn it I've run out of Pinot. Can you go and get me some from the, the miners cottage? And Willie goes, Yeah sure Dad. What vintage do you want me to get you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: Very good. You're coming on well. Yeah he is he is and he's got a passion for the Gewurz as well. So he'll bugger off just before harvest and come back and give you a, a detailed analysis of where he thinks everything's at with oh, the Gewurz. Excellent. So excellent yeah he does oh, like the taste of the, the grape. Yeah
0: that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well who knows where they might um, what, what where they might end up in the uh, doing in yeah. their lives, yeah. yeah but yeah, nice yeah. experience certainly for them now. If, if uh, nothing else, yes, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely definitely. perfect. Great. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate that. Oh, thank you. They thank you for talking. And um, yeah, we'll look forward to uh, certainly seeing the uh, twenty seventeen when it comes out, and um, also just seeing what else happens over the next few years. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe some bubbles. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really
2: good. <laughs> Probably bubbles. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. Cool. Okay. We've been speaking with Paul and Kirsten Wright from the Three Miners Vineyard in Alexandra in the central Otago of New Zealand. If you'd like to find out more about them, you can go to threeminers.com. That's um, all in text, so T-H-R-E-E miners.com. Um, and be sure to check out some of the other great New Zealand Wine podcasts and have a listen to some other podcasts on podcast.nz and follow us on Instagram. Just look up NZ Wine Podcast. And this episode was brought to you by Bazubu.com. If you want to turn your business idea into a reality, then check it out.
2: B-I-Z-E-B-U.com. Thanks for listening in. Hey Corn on bye for now.